From the governor's mansion to city hall, all of the election 2021 coverage you need at the top of every hour, right here on WCHV. Matter of fact, you guys ride for free. Hey, hey, hey. I, I don't think of it as cruel. I think of it as honest. Joining us on the Newsmakers line, trying to shake every hand and knock on every door in the Commonwealth and change a paradigm that's been in place since like 09. He is Glenn Youngkin, running for governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. I said this to Jason Miaris, uh, as Leslie Nielsen said, good luck. We're all counting on you. How you doing this morning, Glenn? I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you for having me back, and good morning, Charlottesville. Hey, uh, you know, I want to go right to the headlines. Obviously, Fairfax, Loudoun, and Albemarle County are, are some of the loudest counties in the nation when it comes to parents standing up against critical race theory, indoctrination, never mind the, the you know, salacious and egregious uh, sexualization of our classrooms as well, Glenn. Uh, talk about the Yunkin administration's Board of Education and what we'll be doing in our classrooms uh, when you become governor. Well, we have to stand up for excellence in education. And what we, of course, have seen is that starting with Terry McAuliffe and continuing through Ralph Northam, and we are seeing our school systems thrown into a state of chaos. I mean, I mean not only were they, were they allowed to stay closed so long, and Terry McAuliffe never said a word. The silence was deafening for our children. But on top of that, we've watched our curriculum absolutely lurch so far left that now our, our parents and our teachers are standing up and absolutely saying, no, we're not going to participate in this. And what's amazing to me is you even see it in, in uh, Albemarle County where, where the school system is trying to get a petition signed that forces people to participate in curriculum that is absolutely a political agenda. We know it. And as a result, here we have parents doing the job that politicians should be doing, which is standing up to protect families and kids. And when I'm governor, Joe, we are not going to teach critical race theory in our schools. We're going to have a state superintendent who is going to stand up for parents. We're going to have a school board that's going to absolutely demand that schools teach fact-based history, real history, the good and the bad, the good and the bad. And the 1776 Project has really come out with a great curriculum. And this isn't trying to, this isn't trying to airbrush history and try to cover up things that we are absolutely need to understand. Slavery was abhorrent. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that we have to actually drive division into our schools so that we are bucketing kids into different groups and, and, and labeling them. And this is exactly what Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about when he said we absolutely don't want to judge people based on the color of their skin, but rather the content of their character. And this is what I'll stand up for as governor. And this is why I quit my job last summer, Joe, because I cannot believe the chaos that we are seeing in our economy, we're seeing in our schools, we're seeing in our public safety and parole board, and we have to bring common sense back to government in Virginia, and that's why I'm so confident I'm going to win in November. Youngkin4governor.com is the uh, website, Glenn. You know, you talk about it, and you know, it just seems to me we've turned education on his head. A classroom should be a place, whether it be a public or a private, where a kid goes in with every possibility laid out in front of them and in an inspirational place, not a place that says, listen, you're not going to do well because these kids are here. Uh, and just laying out this sort of, you know, I, I believe it's some of the most racist stuff I've ever read. We should be inspiring our kids, not telling them, yeah, you're never going to really be able to figure this out. So uh, just, you know, we, you know, take the pass and, and, uh, and we'll tell you where to go. You bet. I mean, I, I grew up in a Virginia 
where we could dream our biggest dreams and go get them. And uh, I, I've had the great, uh, kind of the great blessing of living the American dream right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And every kid in Virginia should dream the biggest dream they possibly can and then feel confident that they can go get it. And yes, there's kids who learn at different levels, but of course our schools should allow our children to run as fast as they can. And let's, you know, let's just be crazy here. We're going to teach accelerated math when I'm governor. We're going to award advanced diplomas, and we're going to allow our children to run as fast as they can. And, oh, by the way, we're going to have to compete against kids that are coming from schools all over the country, and our children need to be best prepared, not to mention competing against kids from around the world. And so this is one of the reasons why people used to move to Virginia, because the quality of our schools and the education that the other kids could get. And now we see families moving away from Virginia. And we've had more people over the last few years move away to Virginia, to, to North Carolina and Tennessee and South Carolina and Florida and Texas, than people have moved to Virginia from the other states. And the re- one of the big reasons is education. Our educational system is absolutely in chaos, and I cannot wait to reestablish purpose to allow our kids to get the best education in the country. Glenn Youngkin on with us. Glenn, i got to play this clip for you. This is from uh, Tuesday evening. I don't have to tell you about the progress that we have made over the last eight years under my administration and Governor Northam. So is that a great gift from Terry McAuliffe? He's already established that he wants to talk about the last eight years uh, as, his, as his resume, a resume, in my mind anyway, of race riots and, and you know, devastated downtowns and you know, Virginians turned against other Virginians. Is that a gift to you to say, okay, let's, let's talk about the last eight years? Yeah. The reason why Terry doesn't want to talk about the last eight years, because he doesn't want to tell us, is Virginia is absolutely worse off today than it was eight years ago. And he follows up by saying that Virginia is a totally different state than it was eight years ago. And you bet it is. You bet it is. Virginia is less competitive economically against our peer states. Our cost of living has skyrocketed. Our schools, as we were just talking about, are in a state of chaos. Our, our, our communities are less safe by a ton today. We are, the homicide rate in Virginia is at a 20-year high. And guess what? It all started the rise when Terry McAuliffe became governor. The murder rate in Virginia went up 43% while he was governor. Our Commonwealth is absolutely in a different place today than it was before he came governor, and it is absolutely in the ditch. And I cannot wait, as I travel around Virginia, to make sure that everybody here in the Commonwealth fully understands that the future that Terry McAuliffe wants, which is to continue his tired old policies of the past, is absolutely going to continue the downward spiral of Virginia. And I have an absolutely different vision to get Virginia moving to reestablish our job creation engine, to get our schools back on a standard of excellence, to make our community safe, and to put Virginia right back where she used to be, which is the best state in America to live and work and raise a family. And Terry McAuliffe absolutely is not wanted by Virginians. I'm amazed by Jennifer Carroll Foy, who said over and over and over again, he won't excite our base for the Democrats and that Virginia doesn't need a, a, a recycled, tired old set of policies and politicians. So not even his own party wants him. And so this is going to be a race about choice. Which way are we going to go? Are we going to continue to lurch left and put Virginia further into the ditch? Are we going to move forward and pull Virginia out of this ditch, get us unified back together, get our economy moving, get our schools put right, and get our communities safe again? 
And I cannot wait to go serve Glenn. all Virginians and make Virginia the best state in America. Glenn, some of the things Governor Northrum, as Terry called him, uh, used during the COVID pandemic shutdown, um, you know, were the the the, the permit culture that's existed in a Dillon rule state like Virginia, where, you know, basically any business needs to get permission from the government to operate. Uh, will you try to help reform that when you get there to, to help open up more job opportunity? Well, we first have to get out of a state of emergency. I can't believe that, that Governor Northam still has us in a state of emergency. But the reality is what has been piled on top of businesses from government regulations and red tape has absolutely suffocated innovation in Virginia. By the way, Virginia is ranked 49th in the country on innovation. I mean, let's just be clear. And that is a result of policies from Terry McAuliffe and Ralph Northam, who fundamentally have fundamentally smothered small businesses particularly, and then we get into the pandemic and they were smothering them and they went ahead and put them out of their misery. 25% of the businesses in Virginia over the last 12 months have either been closed permanently or partially closed, and yet these draconian regulations that make it nearly impossible for small business to thrive are still in place. So, so I absolutely am going to pull a machete out and carve out, carve away all of these oppressive regulations and allow new bi- small business particularly to thrive. And I believe we should have a tax holiday that would, go, that would allow small business to get back on their feet, allow new businesses to absolutely get started and thrive. And we have to reinvigorate. We must reinvigorate the, the business climate in Virginia and particularly in small business so that we can, in fact, fulfill the growth that we need to create the jobs for all Virginians. And this should be an economy that should be leading, not lagging. This should be a world of opportunity for Virginians, not one of people looking for jobs. We've watched, we've watched our uh, job participation actually shrink across Virginia for months in a row. And this is, this is representative of a broken economy that has been created by centrist planners, and we are going to be moving in a fundamentally different direction and unleash Virginia's greatness. Youngkinforgovernor.com. Find him there, Glenn. We'll talk to you again very soon. Uh, and uh, thanks again for everything, and uh, keep knocking on doors. Joe, there, there is an election this fall, and it is going to be a choice for Virginians to decide which way we want to go. Do we want to go backwards or forwards? And everyone in the Commonwealth of Virginia is telling me we want to go forward with you, Glenn, and I cannot wait to serve as our next governor of Virginia. Bless you, sir. Have a great weekend. Thank you. If it's important to Charlottesville and Central Virginia, second COVID-19 community vaccination site, it's on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.